Hey, welcome. Bill Michael Show on the air on a Wednesday. Snowy, cold, flurries more so than anything, but we're warm inside. Aaron Rodgers looking to own, own you. Chicago once again. Chicago not sure if they're even going to have their starting quarterback. And I was listening to a, a Chicago station earlier today, and they were talking about the game this weekend and who you would bet on because the Packers are having such a craptastic season. And uh, everybody in agreement in the studio, including their guests, said, uh, and, and, no, I'm still betting on the Packers, <laughs> just just because. So anyway, that being said, uh, welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Good to have you on board. Uh, ben Kenny producing the program. How are you doing today, Ben? I'm good. I feel much better than yesterday. Yeah, I was going to ask you how you were feeling. A lot of Advil, a lot of sleep, a lot of Gatorade. I feel great. Yeah? Well, good. Good. So it's going to be an energized show today, I guess. Good stuff. Uh, we got uh, Mark Schofield, SB Nation, coming up here in about an hour, about two hours from now. Tom Oates of the Wisconsin State Journal is going to be here. Oates, he's going to give us uh, a little more Packer chatter, or a little more Badger chatter. A little Packer chatter, too, but a little more Badger chatter. So we'll uh, talk with him about his thoughts on all of this. We were having and a discussion on Twitter today, Bill. Tom Oates and Were myself. you really? Okay. Yeah, about realistic expectations for the Luke Fickle era at Wisconsin. What are the realistic expectations for the Luke Fickle era? I, it, I think it boils down to more than what was said at the podium. But Chris McIntosh and Luke Fickle both said championships. Right. And I kind of disagree, but many are going to hold them to their word of championships. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know what to necessarily make of the discussion when it comes to championships, other than he said it is a open-ended statement. And I agree with that. It is an open-ended statement. Are you talking Big Ten championships? Are you talking? Um, are you talking just uh, you know national titles? Uh, you know both consistently, uh, just winning the West. Although the West is going to go away eventually, so you know eh, you know I get it. There's there's you you you, you want to strive to be the best. You're not coming in and go. You know what? Boy, if we can just get behind Nebraska and Iowa, <laughs> we're going to bowl games. No, been there, done that for way too many years. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, um, and again, it's, it's somewhat died down, the Luke Fickle chatter, I will say that, uh, as far as, like, friends from Cincinnati, you know, getting a hold of me and saying, hey, guess what? But uh, there's still, uh, there's, uh, there's a little bit of bitterness because he talked about when he signed the contract extension there about how his kids were enrolled and they're a part of that community and how he was going to stay and this is a destination job. And then, obviously, you know, he ends up leaving only about six to eight months later. And now he's off to Wisconsin, where a lot of the th same things were said. So some people are, you know, saying, ah, hypocrite. But then, you know, I mean, what are you supposed to say? You get introduced to a fan base, you want to win them over. You can't say the same thing. Think, I mean, at least he's not Brian Kelly. At least he didn't come in and all of a, start, all of a sudden start going, hey, hey there, uh, I'm glad to be a part of Wisconsin. Uh, I, I had some courage on the way in, you know. <laughs> Like Brian Kelly, all of a sudden he's got a southern draw and he's wrestling gators, you know. So, uh, you know, Luke Fickle, um, I I hope the best. I'm optimistic. I uh, I'm 
probably going to be optimistic this upcoming season just because, but more so for two years from now. Once he's established, they've grown that. Uh, they've they obviously have you know kind of done what they needed to do and grow that transfer portal, but also they have uh, begun to grow recruiting, and I'll be excited to see how things begin to kind of kind of grow with Wisconsin. I'm excited. Uh, I do, now Ben, do you think? Do you look at Wisconsin? The changing the changing of the guard, and do you automatically say next year they are expected to win the West? Would you like me to anger many of your listeners? Sure, go ahead. I I can't say they are expected to win the West until I see the roster because okay. they're going to lose a lot of guys. I don't know who's coming in. The West will still stink, but until I see who's actually on the team, I'm not going to go that far. I, okay. I hope they do. It, it'll be a lot of fun. The problem is then 2024 comes around. No more divisions, likely. USC and UCLA join. It's going to be a lot harder to go up and win a Big Ten than it's been. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. I agree with that. But uh, but I'm excited for uh, I'm excited for uh, for next season. Already looking forward to it. In the meantime, you got the Green Bay Packers back in the practice field today. Aaron Rodgers getting the positives when it comes to the scans, and not in the sense of uh, they were positive that he broke something. It's more so the positive side of. Uh, yeah, I'm good to go. So he is going to be playing this weekend. By the way, in case you did not know, two things. One, coming up tonight, we're going to be live. Kelly's Bleachers on Blue Mountain Road. It is the uh, it's Bill Michael Settle tonight, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Also brought to you by Bud Light, we are going to be live in Chicago at the Shy Bar inside the Sheridan Hotel. And if you're a Packers fan and you're looking for a place to stay, join us, won't you? Join us. Heading down on Saturday, going to walk through the Christmas Kringle shops down there. And uh, hang out, grab a little dinner. Myself, Mike Clemens, uh, kind of putting the band back together. Erica is our floor producer from uh, from uh, Super Bowl. Going to be, uh, we're all going to be kind of hanging out on uh, on Saturday night prior to the game, and then uh, we have the uh, post game show coming up on Sunday, live from the Shy Bar inside the Sheridan Hotel downtown uh, Chicago, right there on the Riverwalk. So come on by and say hi. The Sheridan Grand. Looking forward to that too. Good weekend in Chicago. I, I, I'm not a big fan of Chicago when it comes to if I had to live in the city. I don't mind going for a day or two. I've said that before, but I've always said if you're going to start some kind of uh, you know mass bombing and, and testing of mass weaponry, uh, that might be the place to start. Just get rid of that infrastructure and start over. <laughs> it's just such a pain in the ass. Uh, 877-867-1670. Judy says, uh, hey, Bill, if Aaron Rodgers plays and gets nicked up at all, would you pull him out of this game? You know what? It was an interesting discussion this morning. I I had to go pick my car up. My car was ready, so I drove out to Johnson Creek and back, and I was listening on uh, ESPN and NFL and Barstool Sports and all that kind of stuff, and I think it was Barstool Sports. And there was an interesting discussion about why Aaron Rodgers will play the remainder of the season. Now, Aaron said, he kind of set it up and said, you know, as long as we're mathematically alive, you know, I want to play. I want to be out there, you know. He understands that the team needs to figure out, if they haven't already, exactly what Jordan Love brings to the table. He knows that. But like most competitors, most competitors, he um, he has this drive in him that he, I mean, he knows 
that in that Dallas game when Brett Favre went down and he came in and that game was pretty much a blowout while Favre was in there. And when he came in, had they had another seven to ten minutes, most likely the Packers win that game. Rodgers brought them back. And suddenly all the eyes opened and everybody went, yeah, that guy's the real deal. We don't need the old dude anymore. And suddenly Favre was doing the golly G.O. shucks. I don't know if I should or shouldn't come back. And they said, we'll make the decision for you. Talk to you later. Here's your locker. He doesn't want that. So like most competitors and guys that believe they are the best of the best, they want to wear a gold jacket, they want multiple championships, he probably will hang on like grim death for many different reasons to that starting role. Will he be adverse to not starting? I don't think he's not going to start a game. But I think there's going to be a, yeah, we're probably going to play Jordan in the second half. Something like that. But I can't foresee him saying, you know what? Now nah, I'm done. Now nah, I'm going to go sit down. I mean, there's t- it's, it's, a, it's a bad look if he said, yeah, go ahead and play Jordan. Um, I'm good, but, you know, go ahead and play Jordan. Uh, because, they're, like we talked about yesterday, there's going to be a third of the people that are going to say, you're getting paid a lot of money, and now you're choosing to sit? While there's another third saying, we need to see what we've got in Jordan Love. And then there's another third that are of the mindset of blow it up, rebuild it, but you got to hang on to Rodgers. But what are we going to do about next season? We're not really sure what we're going to do. Oh, my goodness, what if Jordan Love is good? What if he goes somewhere else and he plays really well and then we lose him and Rodgers stays and Rodgers doesn't get as a championship or he does get it? There's a lot of people that are like a squirrel in the middle of the road, not sure, not sure as to which way to go. So that's the other third. So I, I, I have this feeling that he's going to hang on for a while. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Feel free to go ahead and do so. Feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, this one's from Mark. Mark says, uh, hey, unit, uh, I think Rodgers needs to play in this game just to prove to the Chicago fans that he's not using uh, the injury as an excuse to walk away so he doesn't own them anymore. If he goes out, plays well, I think they win the game. We found a real wide receiver in Christian Watson. I'm excited. Romeo Dobbs comes back after the high ankle sprain, and he looks really good. Suddenly we've got two wide outs. We only pick up a veteran next year, and I think we're right back at it. Appreciate the email. There's some optimism. There's some optimism for you. Liking it. Uh, Emily says, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers with the bad thumb should probably take a little time off. If it gets hit again and suddenly he can't play football anymore, then we're on the hook for all that money. I don't think, even if it, 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 even if he breaks the thumb, even if somebody hits him, and I mean they crush the thumb, uh, I think uh, you know he's got plenty of time surgery-wise if he absolutely positively needs it to go ahead, have it fixed, and come back and be ready to go next year. Just my sense. That's the reason it's like, eh. You know, unless there's going to be ligament damage that's going to be permanent and he no longer has feeling in the thumb, then I would say, you know, sit him down. But beyond that, nah, I'm not worried. Too, not too worried about it. Not too worried about it. Give us a shout. I uh, got the Bud Light live stream up and running as well. Um, Tom says Packard screwed themselves with the Rodgers contract. Tom, though, here's the question. Did anybody I, – I look, I said at the time I thought the contract, three years, $150 million bucks. I thought it was crazy. Okay, I will say that. But anybody at the time think in your right mind, 
other than the loss of Devontae Adams, that this team would be this bad and Rodgers would fall off the cliff like this. I think it's just been a calm, uh, an accumulation of just bad stuff this year. The mismatching and, and such of the offensive line, the play calling being somewhat poor, the defense having the absolute positive inability to tackle. They just have forgotten the fundamentals of football. Uh, the injuries that have now taken place on the defensive side of the football with Rashawn Gary, Devondre Campbell, Stokes, you go through that whole list. You know, obviously, I think it has just been an, uh, a conglomeration of crap. Nobody, I, I don't think anybody predicted this. I don't think anybody predicted this. And if you would have seen Rodgers falling off the cliff like this, I would have loved somebody to come to me and go, no, 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 no. Now, the money, the total money, I think the total money's too high. I think the total money's too high. But this guy's coming off of back-to-back MVP seasons. The only concern you should have had, and I had, was why the hell has the offense been so inept in the last two postseason games? The last two postseason games we've seen this team play, why in the hell has it been so inept? Why does this team, when it gets punched right in the beans, fold like a cheap tent with a bad suit in it? No fight, no spirit, no guts, no nothing, no tenacity. It just goes away. Why? That's the only thing I can question. Because we saw Aaron Jones go down with an injury and cough up the football. The offense, nothing after that. Next year, you see Mercedes Lewis. They're driving, not once but twice. Mercedes Lewis down the field, boom, coughs up the football. San Francisco takes it down and score. Nothing after that. Why is it when this team gets punched in the mouth, they have they have this dazed and glazed look in their eye? That, to me, comes from their head coach. That's coaching. That's coaching and leadership. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Don't forget, coming up tonight, we are brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Going to be live. Kelly's Bleachers right there uh, near the, the ballpark. We're going to be right up the top of the street on Blue Mountain Road. Come on by if you're heading past American Family Field and you go north, you can find Kelly's. That's where we're going to be tonight, right there next to the bar. Come on in, say hello. Uh, some Bud Light specials going on tonight, some giveaway, getting people registered for the big screen TV. We're giving away at the end of the season so you can watch the big game on the big TV. Hell yeah. Come on by and say hello. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you, the Bill Michael Show, on the air, heading downtown, little holiday feasting, the Italian style. Maybe head over to San Giorgio. Good old authentic, right out of Napolia, right there in uh, Italy, uh, the uh, authentic Napolitana Pizzeria, downtown Milwaukee, or right next door at Calderon Club. Great, best Italian food you're going to stick in your grill. I mean, just fantastic. Stop in either place. Uh, say hi to Gino, Robin. Everybody that works there, they're good people. This time of year, oh, yeah. that's You just take a load off. You relax a little bit. Sit in the decorated atmosphere. Maybe before or after a Bucks game. Last night, Pack Marquette was playing downtown last night. Saw that. So, good stuff. Stop into San Giorgio or stop into uh, to Calderon Club. Either way, and uh, they pair up some of the specials that have my name on them. Pair them up with uh, Cider Boys. Good stuff. Good stuff. 877-867-1670. 
Point Brewing, right here in our own backyard. Check out uh, Calderon Club and Sin Giorgio. Either place, fantastic. All World Third Street, downtown Milwaukee, right across the street from the Hyatt. 877-867-1671. Hit us up. Do it. Let's go back to the calls. Let's talk to Scott. Scott, welcome to the program, man. How you doing today? What's going on? Good. Good, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I wanted to talk about uh, the Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I've called in before, and uh, I'm kind of an advocate of uh, let's see what Jordan loves, Scott. Uh, I still stand true to that. Uh, think about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, I find it incredibly selfish of him. If he knew his thumb was broken and he's still playing on it and he's been playing as kind of poorly as he has, I think that's just his ego coming out uh, and putting himself before the team for whatever reason, his Hall of Fame status, his staff padding, whatever, whatever he's thinking. But at this point, again, I just want to see Jordan Love because you've got to make a decision where you're going to extend him at the end of this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I've got to see what you've got. i got to see what he's worth. Because I'm not going to bring him back or extend him for another year if he's trash. And the rest of this season is a good, healthy sample size. Against, let's, let's face it, there's some good teams on that schedule. I want to see what he can do against the Vikings who are going to be coming for blood. I want to see what he can do against the Chicago Bears. I want to I I see what he's got while still teams that we're playing have something to play for. It's one thing to go out there and beat up on a team that, like, Detroit who has really enough to play for, but probably like the Packers do. But I want to see what he can do against a, cal- a playoff-caliber team uh, with the talent that we've got right now on offense with a buddy Christian Watson, maybe Romeo Dobbs back. With both those guys in the backfield, uh, you know, Aaron and, and uh, Quadzilla back there, i got to see what he's got with the one, number one guys against a non-scrub you know, scrub preseason team with, like they've been rolling him out here uh, over the course of the last two years. So, I don't like that Aaron Rodgers is still playing with a, you know, with a broken thumb. I think it's selfish. It doesn't put the team first. And But at this point, if he's telling me he doesn't play, great. But we have nothing left but pride. Let's see what Jordan's got. Aaron Rodgers, you're going to get paid regardless if you're starting or not. Don't be so butthurt about it. You know what the organization has got to do moving forward. He should understand that as a professional and just let us do this for the rest of the season. What do you think? I, well, I appreciate the phone call. Let me kind of expound upon that. Let's let's think about this for a minute here. So remember the guy that preceded Aaron Rodgers? Remember that guy? What was his name? Ah, oh, that's right. Favre. Bart Favre. So Favre was the Iron Man. And when Rodgers took over, Remember the game against the New England Patriots? It was at Lambeau Field. Favre goes down with an injury. Second play of the second half. Snap. Rodgers goes to step back. His own guy steps on his foot, right? Breaks it. Now, Rodgers, he's in pain. But come on, man. You can't get your first opportunity and then go down with a broken foot behind the guy that never misses a start, right? You you can't do that, right? That's kind of where he's at. He never forgot about the guy that he replaced. Never forgot about that. So he's got that guy in the back of his mind. He's obviously got his job in the back of his mind. He's got... 
the goodwill of I'm playing for a lot of money in the back of his mind. But if he sits and says, you know what, I'm a little banged up. I'm going to go ahead and sit down. Do you know how many people are going to call this program and go, well, Favre never would have done that? Because there's the people out there that still believe Favre could come back and play. Now, he's not flying from Mississippi to Green Bay in the private jet anymore. Not not since there's a threat of prison. But they believe Favre can come back and play. So can he? I don't know. But there's those people out there that just believe Favre walked on water. And Rodgers was never going to live up. Now if he takes time out and decides to sit, uh, you know. Uh, but I, I'll say this. For two reasons. One, uh, Aaron Rodgers coming back because of all the money. Uh, there's no doubt about that. He's coming back. Got a lot of money coming his direction next year. So he's he's going to come back and play. Um, the second reason is he is not going to retire the same year, the same offseason as Tom Brady. And then in five years, sit second fiddle, a, a distant second fiddle, to the rings a-jingling in the pockets of one Tom Brady. I, it just, I, it's not going to happen. He's going to be on the standalone. So he's going to be back next year. You got to figure out what you have in Jordan Love. You're going to figure out if you're going to pay the man, and then you can figure it out. But I don't think he's going to say just voluntarily, "Yeah, go ahead and sit me," because there's just going to be so many people that are going to point the finger and go, "He's getting paid a ton of money." Favre never sat. Favre would never do this. He was more competitive. Rogers doesn't care. Rogers is off in la-la land, and he's aloof, and they're going to, you know, all the things, all the reasons people use to to kind of hate on Rodgers, they'll use to say, aha, I told you so. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Mike listening to us in Fond du Lac. Mike, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, thanks a lot for taking my call. First-time caller, actually. Good um, to have you. I agree with the last caller. No, you got to play love. I know they keep saying mathematically we have a chance to play off. So those people still drumming that up, tell me this. That means four teams we have to, well, three teams go on a road in the NFC, but it'd be the Super Bowl, it'd be the fourth road game, you know. Who are we going to beat? Maybe one team we can beat out of there? What, maybe go to Minnesota win? You think we're going to go to Dallas and win? I mean, it, it, we can't beat San Fran. You're right. We get punched in the mouth and our we, we just fold over and cry like a little schoolgirl, basically, you know. And, I mean, I understand Rodgers doesn't want to, you know, sit down and say, well, you know, Barbender did that. And you're right about that. But why don't the Green Bay Packers brass sit down in a meeting with them and say, look, just like pro wrestling, let's be buddy-buddy back here in front of the cameras. We'll say for the best interest of him, we're going to sit him down because it's not just this year. We have to play him next year. So we're going to mm-hmm. sit him down and we're going to see what love has. And Eric can say, I really want to play, but I understand. So that way he can still save face. Because bottom line, it's not the Green Bay Rodgers. It's the Green Bay Packers. And it's a machine we have to keep going. I'm kind of excited. I mean, not excited that we're losing. Hey, Packer faithful here. But isn't it kind of nice to pick in the top ten finally again? All these teams like Minnesota, yeah, they're good. But how many times have they picked in the ten and top 15 in the last 10, 15 years? Mm-hmm. We've been in the playoffs like what twenty six out of the last thirty years with Favre and Rogers. I love that, but you know what? It's not fun always going to the big dance, the playoffs. 
and not getting on the floor and dancing. How many times have we hit, you know, good team, good team, but you never get to that final stage and you're like, God, you know, now what do we do? Well, we're going to be picking like, you know, 28th, 29th. Well, who are you going to get? That's like going to a buffet. If you're the first 10 people in that door, you're going to get grade A food. You know, you're going to get their first heaping of everything. You come in there like 28, 29, you're like, well, I think that's a chicken breast. Does that look like salad to you? (laughs) Yeah, you might find something good once in a while, but you know what? Most of the times you're like, yeah, we should have came earlier. Same thing with the draft. I'm excited. Hey, I just heard that I'm a fan of what? Top eight, right? Or or eighth pick. That's exciting to me. You know, let's add some talent here and stuff and see what we have. We've been hit by injuries and stuff, but I said last year we should have traded Rodgers when he was at his peak, you know, two uh, MVPs to Denver and say, it's a machine. I love the Packers. I want to win, but we got to see what we have with uh, uh, love. And you got to face it, you have to move on eventually. You always got to be one step ahead because now we didn't trade them. And now, look, I'm not saying we would have the fourth overall pick like Seattle's going to get because with Aaron and Hackett, you know, it could have been a good thing out there. Maybe, you know, they're in the playoffs, but still we're getting an extra first-round pick. But here's the thing, Packer Nation, would you be upset right now if Love was playing this year and Rodgers was traded in the offseason and the Packers were 4-8? and eight? I'd be ecstatic. I said, hey, there's improvement here. We're, we're doing good. A couple close games and stuff. But mm-hmm. with Rodgers at 4-8, and eight, we hate it. Think yeah. about that, Packer Nation. Have a good one, man. Appreciate it. Uh, the last time the Packers were drafting in the top 10, I believe B.J. Raji was the ninth overall pick. The ninth overall pick, I believe. Last time before that, I think, was A.J. Hawk. So the last two times they picked in the top 10, they went defensive people. Both times. Raji played really well and then called it a career early. And then uh, A.J. Hawk never lived up to the number five overall billing. As a matter of fact, he's probably more famous now because he's on the Pat McAfee show every day than he than he was as a player. But uh, But A.J. was an incredibly solid player for uh, for the Packers for a long period of time. Here's here's the thing and think about this. There's one question. There's there's and we talk about it almost every day. There's there's one thing that had it not happened the whole dynamic changes for this team. Do you know what that question is, Ben? Do you, do you know what that action was? Drafting that way. Yeah, drafting Jordan Love. Absolutely. How effed up has it been since the drafting of Jordan Love? I mean, because we're sitting here right now on the precipice of you got to find out what you're going to do. Are you at the end of the career or are you not at the end of the career? You pissed off Rodgers. Rodgers went on the rant. He was going to hold out. Jordan Love was going to be the guy. You wasted the pick that could have ended up helping the team at some point in time. They had different guys that were there that were available, weapons to be able to, for Rodgers to be able to throw to that would have already been groomed, that would have been, you know, just how effed up was it that now Jordan Love may very well turn out to be uh, some kind of creation. Who knows? I mean, you know, whatever this offseason holds, and then he ends up becoming some kind of great quarterback for the Green Bay Pack. I don't know. I don't think so, but I don't know. But there is so much anxiety, animosity, consternation just because of that pick. There's regret. There's anger. There's There's just you can go through the whole list of adjectives all because of that pick. And the timing of it and everything that's gone on, uh, it's just it's phenomenal how much how much chaos that pick has thrown into the Packers franchise. Just wow. 
Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin tell you, no, that's not a motorboating right now. That is, it's cold. And maybe you're doing a little shivering and shaking. And if it's in your home and it's coming through the windows and the wind, God knows the wind is a blowing outside in my house. It's nice. It's warm. It's comfy. It's cozy. It's sitting right at 70 degrees. It doesn't budge. doesn't move. Why? Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It used to. It used to up until about three months ago. It used to fluctuate all the time. Not anymore. Love the new patio door. Love the windows. Love the patio doors. Everything that Pella has to offer has come to fruition. I can now sit here with confidence and go, I told you, this is fantastic. That's our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And right now, you got another day or two. Two years, no interest, no payments, no money down. How about that? Right now, you got to call them. Got to get on the books. Go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella wi.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI, 855-P-E-L-L-A, 855-PELLA-WI, and tell them I sent you. Say, I want the, the same windows, patio doors, entryways, same stuff that Bill Michaels has because his house is more economical, his house is, is cozy, there's no drafts, there's no breeze, there's no nothing coming through, and it's just the opposite in the winter or in the summertime when it's keeping the heat out and the cool in. Oh, it's so nice. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. forget about our buddy Dwayne. Dwayne's covered all. I know you probably don't have your boat still out, but if you're thinking about getting it scheduled to get uh, come spring, to get the uh, the cover redone, the travel cover, whatever it happens to be, uh, maybe you've got an office that you're thinking, you know what, rather than buying all new furniture going into the next year, I'm just going to have it all reupholstered. This is the guy to call. Say, Dwayne, can I ship it all to you? Bring it on. Bring it on. Get a hold of Dwayne. Dwayne's covered all. Wisconsin's best. Canvas, upholstery, boat cover provider. Follow him on Facebook. Go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. That is Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Or call 715-870-2119. 715-870-2119. And to get a hold of Dwayne, does really remarkable work. Really, really good stuff. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, hit us up. Uh, let's go to our buddy Gerard listening to us in Delaware. Gerard, how you doing, man? Hey, Bill. You know, you talk about um, Rogers. I-, I personally have nothing against Rogers. He's a good guy. It's just that he's like Maynard G. Krebs. He's a little weird. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. And 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 that's about it. But, you know, you talk about the ego position that he wants to start. Bart Starr took a terrible, terrible beating, no matter what people think. And Zeke Bratkowski would have started for three quarters of the team, but yet start kept coming back lynn dickey missed two years with serious injury he came back Favre's backups were brunell and hasselback at different times and he always came back and those guys were what one of them was an all pro mm-hmm. ended up being an all pro so it is a big ego the quarterback position is the biggest ego in sports now being that there's no heavyweight champs anymore you don't even know what boxing is right so, so my point is this, and you made a great, you, you make many great points, but I mean, yesterday you were talking about 
that they have to wait till after June 1st if they're going to trade them. Okay? So that mm-hmm. would mean that they would have to make that trade during the draft, which is a month earlier than that, and have an agreement in place with the team that they're going to trade with that these are the picks you're going to make for us. That's what they would have to do. Now, there right. seems, like I said, the Jets would be foaming at the mouth for this guy, and so would Carolina, in my opinion. So this is what, look, look, you knew when Devontae Adams was gone, this was, this. Uh, you had a feeling this was not going to be good. We were, we right. were told all this, oh, it's going to, we knew, come on, Bill, come on. We've been around forever, right? We knew right. that this was going to turn out good. So what they're doing now is it, it's like, they're, they're almost popping circumstances with Rodgers. And they have to make the team better. They're going to have to really figure this out and and uh, only be bad for one year and bring love. And like you said, they're going to have to pay love $20 million the year after next. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to do that. So they can't keep Rodgers. They, you, people are going to have to face it. They can't keep him. It's, right. it, it's going to be a disaster if they do. They can't surround him with anybody. People have to realize this. You can't put the, the, the rest of the chessboard together anymore. It's not going to work. We're not going to have hope like we did when we were told, like I just said, Lazard is going to be your number one. Come on now. Come on. Anybody had common sense knew that that wasn't going to work. Right. So, so, so we have to cut what we say, cut bait, Bill. We have to do yep. that. So this is what we have to do. So they're going to have to do this stuff or else we're going to stink even longer even longer and then the young players that we have they're going to be in the league three years already and not be in that surrounded with anybody so their contracts are going to be up in a a couple years after that you have to look at the big picture here you know and like i said nothing against rogers just that you have to move on you have to yeah i uh i i the only way you can move on from Rodgers, like I said, is trade him after June first, and that's it. first of all, you're going to find a a suitor, a suitable deal, a team that has the salary cap space to take him on. I mean, all of those things, all those parameters have to be sought out. He doesn't really have, from what I understand, a no trade clause. But remember, this is the guy that very publicly ripped a, an organization for not taking care of the players. So you would assume they're going to try in some way, shape, or form to take care of him. But there's no way in hell you're trading him to an NFC team. Which well, means you start looking, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, now you're going to start looking for an AFC team to send them to, and then you're going to try to find an AFC team that doesn't have a quarterback, that doesn't have an up and comer, uh, and that wants to take a, couple, a shot at it for a couple of years. So that's the Jets. It's yeah, that's that's pretty much the Jets and where they're at right now. Wouldn't that be ironic that yet another aging Hall yeah. of Fame quarterback coming out of Green Bay goes in New York? But, but, Bill, one more thing. They have to do all this and have an agreement to ship because you don't want to trade them to the team and you're not, your draft picks are going to be way down. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Well, well, so you want to get the draft picks this year. You see what I'm right. saying? So you yep. have to have an agreement in place. So they're really screwed. They really are. People have to understand this. This is like, uh, you know, it, it, it was well, as soon as that thing happened with Devontae Adams, this team was screwed. It was screwed. Yep. Period. So people yep. have to understand this. I, and, and it's nothing personal against Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? It's just that right. they screwed up. It's a total, you know, if I was sitting in a gin mill with you, I'd use the proper word. It's a total blankety blank, right? So. <laughs> right. No, I know. I, I completely get it. 
You I know, completely so, get it. You know, and, uh, you know, it's terrible. What are you going to do? So it, 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 to me, when I look at it now, and I'm looking at the 70s and 80s, and I'm saying, I'm going back to those days, and I'm saying, oh, well, that player's good. Oh, that player's good. That's how bad it is. You, right. you no, it's what, it's what I'm saying? yeah. The, you know? the the play for where they're at, and, and and thanks as always, Gerard. We're gonna take a quick break, but the play for where we're at right now, the level of uh, just fundamental ineptitude is somewhat alarming. Is somewhat alarming. Let's let's do this. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, I want to address something. And I, I'm, I'm gonna, I take offense to it because uh, you can't be this stupid. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about something over on the Bud Light live stream when we come back. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. Week 13 and the Packers getting ready to face the Bears Sunday in Chicago. Both teams have their bye next week. The Bears are pretty banged up after their loss to the Jets in New York Sunday. Wide receiver Darnell Mooney and veteran safety Eddie Jackson both placed on season-ending IR yesterday. Tight end Cole Komet on just how physical that game was. Somebody got our ass kicked, honestly. Um, yeah, down some numbers, but... Yeah, just, just got our ass kicked up front, honestly. I think that's just kind of what it was, and um, they just played way better than we did. Aaron Rodgers was concerned if he suffered a rib injury Sunday night against the Eagles that could puncture a lung. Rodgers, on the McAfee show, was asked what did the MRI show. Well, we're not eliminated. Uh, I got good news with the scans yesterday. So I plan on playing this week. The Packers waived former Raiders safety Jonathan Abram after just three weeks in Green Bay and signed Innis Gaines to the roster from the practice squad. Gaines is an undrafted safety from TCU who worked out daily and to make ends meet delivered for DoorDash in Beaumont, Texas, while he waited to get a call from the NFL. I couldn't get like a normal job and still work out how I wanted to because any day you get the call for somebody to come work out. So it's like I can't beat a job working out and, and try to get work out and try to have family time. So I was like... I'll just work out and do DoorDash to make money, make ends meet. Yeah, because you get your own schedule, basically. Like, you work when you want to work, so I'll work out, and then get time to do DoorDash, do a couple hours of that, and do a couple hours in the evening, and then hang out with my family and stuff. So try to make things to eat. So that was perfect, really, where you can work your own hours. So that was fine. You prefer this or DoorDash? Oh, yeah, football. <laughs> football for sure, football for sure. I don't mind clocking in every day. That's, a, that's not an issue. That's Packers safety Ennis Gaines. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Good to have you. Bill Michaels Show continuing on. This portion brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip, and you, you uh, use your quick rewards. I stopped there today, as a matter of fact. I had to go out and pick up my car. I'm going to do it again because my car, the car I took back, the rental, needed gas. Stopped at Quick Trip. I'm going to do it again because my car's low before I head down to uh, do the uh, huddle tonight. So doubling up on my chances to get the Quick Rewards card and uh, have my name drawn in the opening drive contest, maybe even this Sunday. Packers taking on the Bears. So when they call your name, Wayne and Larry, and they say, hey, the opening drive is uh, brought to you by Quick Trip, and we are playing for such and such. Hopefully it says Bill Michaels. And uh, with every yard garnered on the opening drive of the Green Bay Packers, you get 10 bucks. Not a bad way to go. If they score, 500 That's some nice gauge, especially this time of year. You take it. I see gas is going down a little bit, too. You get a lot more for your buck right now. 
But that being said, all you got to do is go in and use your Quick Rewards card, type in your number, and you're good to go. It's that simple. And that's from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, good people. Good people. Just saw Don was retiring at the end of the year. Boy, well-deserved. What are, You talk about a company that he put together. Holy moly. Took a small buttermilk and eggs company and just grew it into this massive monstrosity that is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful cornerstone in the state of Wisconsin. Just love it. Let's go to John listening to us in Virginia. John, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? What's going on, Bill, man? Just uh, What's going on, Bill? Just, uh, you know, uh, just wanted to... You know, make some comments on what you guys were talking about. Uh, you know, I've been listening to you for, I guess, a couple months now because I found out about you guys on the uh, Odyssey app. So it's great to hear some Green Bay talk radio uh, out here. So awesome. uh, it's definitely something that's awesome. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so I mean, a lot of these people are calling in. They're saying, you know, Rodgers, uh, you know, we should trade Rodgers. First of all, I think that's that's crazy. I think Rodgers is tough. I mean, I think Rodgers through his career, I mean, he, he's, he's not Brett Favre tough, but he's tough. I mean, he, he's not one of these guys, oh, he gets hurt, he wants to – you know, he wants to come back. He's a competitor. He wants to play. So I think he is tough. I think that maybe, and, and, and now, you know, maybe Rodgers sees something in Jordan Love, like Favre saw something in Rodgers, and maybe that's why Favre didn't want to hand, you know, didn't want to, you know, give up his position, so to speak, and, and, and say he was injured, but maybe he could have, you know, taken some time to recover from, you know, something that he was injured or an ailment or something. So maybe Rogers is seeing stuff that we don't see, obviously, in practice and stuff. And maybe he thinks, mm-hmm. yeah, if I do take these days off to recover, maybe Jordan Love is going to step in. And, and, I mean, obviously, if he sees Jordan Love at practice, he doesn't think he's a threat to him. I mean, why not Why not take the time to recover? But if you see the guy as a genuine threat in the sense that he could come in and, and, and do what he's supposed to do and maybe maybe make it difficult maybe down the road to, to you know, like it, was, like it was with Rogers and Favre to make the decision – I mean, I think that may be something that, that we're not thinking about that may be good. You know, maybe Rogers yeah. seeing a love is really somewhere where he might be able to step in at some point, you know? So I, I uh, well, you, here, here's the thing. Appreciate the phone call. I want to get to that because you bring up the point that I wanted to make going to break. I don't know, at least early on, we, we could kind of see what Rogers had. He had a, something different. I don't think they saw that in Jordan Love. I really don't. I think they thought that maybe he could develop into that, but I don't think they saw that in Jordan Love. I don't think Rodgers is fearing Love. I think it's just there's a lot of, you know, you want to continue to play. you got your own competitive drive. You're making a lot of money. You're always going to be compared to Favre, all that. So there's it's not just the Jordan Love thing. But I'll say this, and I'm going to go back to something Gary said over on the via the Bud Light live stream. And – he said, you know, now everybody, he said, I stuck up for Jordan Love when the Packers fans were ripping him during every preseason game he played, claiming he was a bust. Uh, I think those people are going to eat crow. Are you kidding me? Are you that stupid, Gary? After two drives? I don't remember you saying that after Kansas City last year. I don't remember you saying that after Detroit last year. But after two drives in a game against Philadelphia, suddenly we have to eat crow? That's what you're basing his career on. Nobody's that stupid. When you have a team that is game planning for him, that a t- when you've got a team that is is completely his and his alone, then we'll find out. But when you say E. Crow, E. Crow because of what? Because he hit a couple of passes and threw one to Christian Watson and it looked good? I've admitted, I in case you didn't listen, or maybe you want to pull your fingers out of your ears, I said he had a good game. He played pretty well. But two drives does not a career make. So nobody's eating any crow. 
And I, I and up until this point, nobody was looking at Jordan Love as the next coming. So cool your brakes right now. Cool the Jets. Just say, you know what? It was a couple of drives. They look pretty good. We'll see what happens the remainder of the season. We'll see what happens next season. We'll see what happens if he's here. We'll see what happens if he's not. But if you're basing a, hey, here's my middle finger, I told you so, on two drives, then I hope to God, if I go back in time and look, after last year's Kansas City game, after last year's second half of the Detroit game, and any other game and two drives that come up any moving forward, that you come back and go, I'm sorry, I guess you shouldn't eat crow. Nobody's that stupid. Come on. Mark Schofield, SB Nation, going to be joining us coming up next. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stick around. Got a lot more. Three more hours to go. Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.